In late spring 1835, a curious incident took place at Dundee. A weaver stood trial for the rape of a 14-year-old girl and he was sentenced to hang. But Dundee had no hangman. Mark Devlin, an Irish immigrant, had lived in the city for several years. He was 26 years old and had fallen in with two local men, James Lees and David Walker. As a group, they called themselves the Black Band, thought to base themselves in a cellar in the Overgate, and they dominated the city's underworld. They incited riots, but mainly they broke into property and stole whatever they could. They were always up to no good, and although they never struck the same part of the city twice, it was following a robbery in the Hawk Hill area that the three men were arrested in February 1835 for the crime of reset. At the time, there were only 14 police officers in the city's newly formed force to deal with its crime. Dundee had seen an increase in its population due to industrialisation. It also meant there was more money in the town. The police decided to make an example of the black band. At the subsequent trial in Perth, his two companions claimed Devlin was the ringleader during the robberies of the warehouses. That being the case, the court found Lees guilty and he was transported for seven years while Walker was sentenced to 14 in the colonies for their part in the robberies. Devlin, meanwhile, was still in custody and although he faced these charges, he was forced to face another, more serious charge, that of rape. In the Victorian era, the punishment for this was hanging. His accuser was 14-year-old Anne McLaughlin, who claimed they had met at the back of Dundee's Law Hill, where he forced himself on her. When Devlin was found guilty in May 1835, there was an outcry, as the punishment seemed disproportionate to the crime. Not known for carrying out capital punishment, the city, as already mentioned, had no hangman and hadn't had one since 1745. That being the case, it was arranged for a hangman to travel up from Edinburgh and for a makeshift platform to be built at the site of the Guild Hall. However, the Edinburgh hangman did not appear so officials tried to arrange a replacement quickly. With just an hour until the hanging, a volunteer was found, but he demanded to wear a mask. Devlin spent his last night in a prison cell in the townhouse. He was woken at around one o'clock in the morning by the sound of the scaffold being erected on which he would hang. Somehow, he managed to fall asleep again Early on the morning of Saturday 30th May, a large crowd began to gather. The shops in the centre of the city were forced to close. The crowd was so vast that the people spilled onto the newly opened Reform Street, while others sought the best vantage point to watch the grisly affair. 
At ten past two in the afternoon, the condemned man was led to the scaffold. According to those who escorted him on his final journey, he seemed quite buoyant, unusual for a man about to meet his maker. With him was Father Macpherson, the city's only Catholic priest, and Father Mackay, who had travelled through from Perth. In the few hours before his death, Devlin had told the clergyman that he was prepared to meet his fate, trusting for a pardon through the merits of our Saviour, and expressed thankfulness to God for arresting him in the midst of his career of crime. Once he had finished speaking with the priests, he raised his cap, shook hands with the magistrates, then addressed the hushed crowd. The only sound was that of a woman wailing. He said, Brethren, this is a disgraceful death in the eyes of the public, but I hope the Lord will have mercy on me. I trust in his mercy and the merits of Jesus Christ, and I hope that he will have mercy on my soul this day. I ask his pardon and the pardon of all, and I forgive all. I forgive all my enemies from the bottom of my heart, and I hope that you will pray that God may be merciful on my soul this day. The rope was placed around his neck, and he died almost instantly. The crowd fell silent. Their eyes remained fixed on the body as it hung limply on the scaffold. It seems they had some empathy for this young married man who had a family. Mark Devlin was the last man to be hanged in Dundee's High Street and the last to be hanged in Scotland for rape. However, there is a twist in the tale. It was said that local fairground showman James Livingston, his face concealed, had carried out the hanging. But a letter appeared in the local newspaper, the Dundee Advertiser, stating that at the time he was in Forfar, some 20 miles away, manning his medical round. This was backed up by witnesses who saw him there, Provost Meffin and town officer John Stewart. Indeed, it was signed by Forfar magistrates, and eventually people believed him and his reputation was restored. It was never custom in Scotland for a hangman to wear a mask, and this is the only instance to be found of this happening in the country. So who did hang Mark Devlin? Was it a relative of Anne McLaughlin, his accuser, who sought final retribution? Or was it someone else who didn't want to carry out the task and wanted to keep their anonymity? Perhaps we shall never know. All we do know is that he was a Dundonian and the town's junior bailey who had appointed him took his identity with him to his grave. <laughs>